Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi everyone, it's Julie Gould and this is Working Scientist, a nature careers podcast. And welcome back to the muddle of the middle. Now this mid-career muddle of the middle comes with a lot of demands on your time and learning to manage this time can help you get through the muddle. So in this episode, we're going to hear about how some people manage their time to find some balance in their careers whilst avoiding crumbling under all the pressure. And we're also going to find out how changing your perspective on this ever elusive work-life balance can bring feelings of fulfilment and joy to your life. As you move into the mid-career, you might find that a lot more opportunities come your way. And every new opportunity is going to seem, you know, like a shiny new car, right? It's going to be something you want to do and something you want to have. But you've also already made commitments to past opportunities. So it's very hard to say no to these new things that you want to have, the new shiny toys, this is Andrea Armani, and she is the Vice Dean and a Professor of Chemical Engineering and Material Science at the University of Southern California in the US. And for Andrea, the mid-career has been really, really busy, and she spends about half of her time on administrative work. I look fondly back on my early career days, um, and when I was an early career researcher, I never thought I would say that. Um, so that's, that's the big change shifting from being able to hang out with students in the lab, uh, you know, travel with my students to conferences, to now really doing more of, politely speaking, thought leadership, but it's, you know, it's a lot of committee work, task forces, uh, behind the scenes work that has to get done, somebody has to do it. And, you know, that somebody ends up being the mid-career faculty. It was over a span of three years. I went from having like a few committees to suddenly having 30 because I counted at one point. Um, so it was, it was a lot of time. When she first started in the mid-career, Andrea was only one of two female full professors in her department, which meant that she got asked to join a lot of committees. 
Now, not everyone is going to sit on 30 committees, but the mid-career does become rather busy. So how do you manage your time and how do you make sure you don't burn out? For Andrea, it was two things. The first was to learn to say no to some of the opportunities that came her way. When these opportunities come to you, think about whether or not you actually have the mental capacity to take them on. And also whether or not this opportunity will really benefit you and your career. Now, the other thing that she did was to make sure that she carved out some personal time to spend with loved ones. You know, I, I have date night every Friday with my husband. That That's our deal. Super important. And I make sure I get home in time to have dinner with my husband every night because that is super important to have a you know healthy relationship with your spouse. Managing your time, says Inga Mewburn, Director of Research Development at the Australian National University, is all about learning about yourself. Collecting data about how you work and what you spend your time on can help you see where you're being efficient and where there's some room for improvement. I measure every second of the day that I work. To do this, Inga uses a programme called Timing, which you can use on a Mac. Or the equivalent for PC users is called Rescue Time. And this kind of software can be installed on your computers and it basically observes how you spend your time and then learns your working patterns. That data is critical and I think scientists will appreciate a data headset to see how long am I spending on email actually? Um, How long am I spending in meetings? When I have to write a paper, how long does it actually take me? Um, And then using that data to thoughtfully plan ahead That is the biggest tool in my arsenal. It's the collecting of that data that's really tricky, but these programs make it easy. Now, if you're aware of your practice while you're a mid-career researcher and you really watch what's happening, um, you can start to to find the ways to sort of finesse that. And I must say, I'm quite obsessed with it. (laughs) Um, It becomes an end in itself, the old productivity thing, but um, well worth doing. Do you have any flexibility in that time management? um you know not at all no no I don't I build I build in ambiguity which is I think different from flexibility so what I do is I I try to put buffer spaces in to my diary and I have an ongoing list of things that need to be done with time estimates against them and so when I get to a buffer space it is a bit of a mood thing I look at my list I go okay that's a two-hour job let's just do this in the next two hours right so I don't necessarily say this two-hour piece of work has to happen at this time because there is a certain mood thing to do with it but then also the other thing that you look at that list, it's either the time that it's going to take, the, how you feel about it in terms of your energy and how urgent it is. And so boring, urgent things for me get done at the last minute. Fun things get done way, way ahead. And then the, the boring, urgent stuff is squeezed, but there's no flexibility. I'm fairly certain I can say that most of us have done this before, getting the really good and exciting stuff done really quickly and at the very first thing and leaving the really boring stuff until the last minute. As she is someone who schedules every minute of her day, I asked Inga what she puts into her calendar as fun, you know, the work-life balance stuff. It turns out Inga is a climate crisis activist and she spends her weekends going around the community to talk about this. This is what I do for my fun, for fun in my 50s, right? <laughs> to not die from environmental catastrophe. This is something that really motivates her. So she makes room for it in her diary. And it often includes meetings as well as lunches. So they get scheduled in too. Family stuff goes in. 
friend stuff goes in and then the rest of it has got to be fitting that toothpaste of work back into that tube um, and how that happens day by day is a little ad hoc. So that's the only flexibility I, I allow in it. It's, it's a bit of mood. You can't, I think creative work needs the right mood. Quick side note here. Inga says that the data she collects can also come in really handy when she has a dispute with her management about how she spends her time. I could actually pull out these graphs from my computer and slot them on the table and say, uh, what would you like me to stop doing in order to do that other thing? Because this (laughs) is already more hours than you pay me for. Now, to backtrack a little, I found it really interesting to find out why she measures every second of every day in her working life. And it's because it's part of her protocols to stop her having another mental breakdown. I've had two breakdowns um, in my mid-career stage. And um, the second one really taught me. The first one I recovered from and I thought, oh, well, so that was bad. Don't want that to happen again. Luckily, I'm fixed now. And I had vulnerabilities and, and two years later, I, it happened again. First time I was out for about six weeks. Second time I was out for about two weeks. I got better at it. And I, I vowed that the second one, that wasn't going to happen to me again. Um, and so then I've t- put some very, very strict protocols in place to try and manage that. Inga saw a therapist to help her get out of these breakdowns. Therapy is great because you're not burdening your partner with some of these stresses and issues. Uh, Therapy can really help you get clear on what's important to you. Uh, People go to therapy like I did the first time in a crisis and that's like going to the doctor when someone's cut off your leg and saying, can I have a Band-Aid? Like it's better to go early, set up that sort of support. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So we heard from Inga about how she makes sure she has time for fun, friends and family in her week, that ever elusive work-life balance. And this, for many academics, is the holy grail, something that everyone strives for. But on reflection, and I'm sorry to put a dampener on this, I believe that work-life balance is misguided. I don't think this metaphor fits with how we see working and, well, the other stuff that we do. To me, it brings to mind that work and life are in a constant battle with each other and it ignores our reality. The goal should never be to achieve balance because balance doesn't exist, right? The goal is to avoid imbalance for too long. This is Jen Heemstra and she's a chemistry professor at Emory University in Atlanta, Georgia in the US. And she has a really good way of visualising this. Have you ever been to the gym or had a baby or backache? And have you ever used or seen a Swiss ball? It's one of those giant, often blue, bouncy balls that you can sit on. Now, imagine one of those cut in half and over the top, you put a circular plastic board that you can stand on so that the half Swiss ball is underneath. This is called a balance ball. And and you're supposed to like stand on it and try and balance, right? Like you're always constantly adjusting. You know, you never hit a point where you're like, oh, 
I'm perfectly balanced. And if you do, then you like flinch and then you're back, you know, trying to adjust again. This is true for every career stage, but I think more so with the mid-career. And as there are more dimensions in your life, you need to split your time in more and more ways. The balance ball shifts in more and more directions. You know, you're like, oh, I have this great too. I need to get this done. And everything's gone. And you're working late for a few nights or for a week. But then you're thinking, I need to be spending more time with my kids. So you're like, all right, how do I carve out more time to spend with my family next week? And, oh, wait, no, I didn't get to exercise. Oh, I want to I want to take a few months and really, you know, train for a marathon or or something like that. Or, you know, oh, my goodness, something is happening with my parents and drop everything to go do that. But then how am I going to make up that work later on? And I think the key is not to achieve perfect balance every single day or even every single week or month or year, but to look at the bigger picture. Over the long term, is this all evening out? You know, over the long term, am I achieving kind of the the mix? Am I able to allocate my time in ways that I'm happy with? I, I think we pretend like there's some right answer. Like if we think hard enough, we'll be like 73.82. Like that's the answer. That's how much percentage I should spend on this. And 43.68, that's how many hours I should work every week or something. And it's like, that just doesn't exist. And so I think it's just constantly saying, I can't do it all. I wish I could do everything all the time and I can't, but am I happy with the ways that I am balancing it right now? Cara Tannenbaum, a clinical researcher and professor at Montreal University in Canada, agrees. She doesn't believe in this concept of balance either. But what you can seek is fulfillment. In the pizza pie of life, there's going to be one slice that just is always going to be missing. Now, some people get it all and I'm happy for them and, you know, good for them. But for me, I had to accept that in the pizza pie of life where you have your family and your career and your health and your friends and your loved one and your and your 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 hobbies, there's going to be different moments where you're going to have to prioritize. And for me, that's about quality and fulfillment, not necessarily perfect balance. Now, seeking joy and fulfillment in your career and life is something I can totally get on board with. And for many mid-career researchers, despite the challenges that they face, they can find it. But the muddle of the middle, for some, coincides with a mid-career crisis. And it's difficult to find this joy and fulfilment when you're stuck in a crisis. So in the next episode, I'm having a conversation with MIT philosophy professor Kieran Setia, who shared some advice on how to reframe that mid-career crisis. Thanks, as always, for listening. I'm Julie Gould. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>